Welcome to Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than just a star-spangled experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores our American freedom by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail and mocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner patriot as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So salute that red, white, and blue and enjoy a cold one on us. I'm your host, Anthony, and if you just shed a tear, then you must be a red-blooded American like me with a gun on your hip and barbecue sauce on your Walmart t-shirt. Today, we are here to celebrate a nation that can without a doubt be called one of the countries in the world. If not the best, then certainly the most. And I've already gotten a head start by cracking a Mike's Hard Lemonade and eating a chili dog while ignoring all the rights that are slowly circling the drain. But we're not going to think about that on the holiest of all holy days, July 4th. Of course, we all know that drinking alone is a sad, sad business, so I found a couple of people barbecuing burgers while blasting Toby Keith at a public park, and they are... Kaylin, your cocktail artist. Also, severely, severely excited about how this is going to (laughs) go. And Lily, your comrade copywriter. Thank you both for joining me today. And I can't celebrate America without some Americans. So thank you so much. I'm not proud of it as you are (laughs) or as some that you speak of are. Look, I'm just excited that I have the day off of work and I get to gorge on delicious food and hang out with friends at probably a pool or something. In fact, that's where I'm going after this. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make everybody else here jealous. That's just mean. Well, we're... Rub it in. <laughs> what if we don't have a pool to go to, man? Then you know what? want to sit by the pool, but like... You could be that person who goes pool. to the public pool by themselves. That just sounds creepy. <laughs> Where are your kids? That's them over there. You see, you see. <laughs> just lie oh about God. it and do it confidently and no one will call you out. Anthony, I'm not that type of a person. Sorry. <laughs> Listeners, not only is today the birthday of our... 247 years young nation, but it's also the birth of a brand new TNT format. Every month at the top of the month, we will be bringing you a roundup of everything we're looking forward to in the next 30 days while sipping on our own drinks to give Kaylin a little break. And this was all Lily's idea. So thank her, please. She is. Thanks yeah. for the time off. Yes. Uh, You're very welcome. <laughs> well deserved. BTS <laughs> hearts you. to you. BTS hearts all around, ladies and gentlemen. And other and in case you guys don't know what a bts heart is i'm pretty sure lily can easily take a selfie of herself and put it on our instagram oh yeah keep an eye out for it (laughs) can't wait you know but before we get to the freedoming of it all i need to know what have y'all been listening to since last we met oh my god so much it's been so long but also like there's been so much amazing music coming out and obviously i was listening to a lot of really sad shit for a while too long maybe i can never Um, tell if like being able to listen to sad music is an indication that my mental health is going really well and that i have like the mental capacity to listen to sad music without it completely breaking me or if it's an indication of quite the opposite yeah i think it's like I'm, i'm that type of person that just listens to things based on my mood and like 
my moods, I let my moods sort of like sway, like, oh, what do I feel like listening to? What's going to make me feel the way I want to? What's the thing that's going to let me wallow? And I think you're right. Like there's different moments. Like there's some moments you want something to get you out of that. And maybe you are feeling that little hope that depression keeps pushing down. Or maybe you're like, I just want to sit here with these feels. I want to feel them. And it's hard for me to feel them in a silent room with nothing going on. It's the age old question, right? Is it good taste mm-hmm. or is it clinical depression? Mm. What is Why listening not? to Boy Genius for 500? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely clinical depression. Mm. Well, I'm the exact opposite. I kind of let the algorithm determine what I'm going to listen to next until I find something that really clicks. And I've been really into Subradio's new EP, Past Selves. Um, I've been a fan of them since like 2018, and they blew up in a big way during the pandemic because they did these live stream concerts on Reddit. And just like, I I think they're like with a label now and everything. And they were really excited about that. They were actually on the show um, around this time last year. So if y'all want to go deep into our archives, you'll actually find a conversation with the lads of Sub Radio. They're really fun indie pop. They started out kind of in the vein of like Walk the Moon, the Griswolds, Mowgli's, like you get the picture. But they've kind of like diversified their sound a little bit. And if I were to describe the sound of this EP, it's extremely gay. Just really queer music, really queer fun music. I don't think they've ever said something about like what their orientation is, but my gaydar goes off in a big way, or at least my bidar. Is that a thing? Especially with, I don't don't want to like in this day and age, this, this, uh, this EP, it only has like, I think five songs on it, but they're all bangers. Everything I had, wait a minute and waste your time are my favorites. They have this song called 1990 something, which is like the, the big hit from this EP, but like they keep dropping references that are supposed to be from the nineties. And I'm like, a lot of these are eighties guys. And I think that that's just a, a symptom of being super young or at least younger than me. I don't know. I'm trying not to judge. It's a it's a banger, guys. It's a banger. I love it. The more that I've gotten into them and I'm like kind of thinking like, wait, wait, is this like a really queer band? I'm wondering if sub radio means that it's radio for subs. I don't know. Bottom radio. Bottom Check it radio. Out. <laughs> Get into it. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been listening to. What's uh what's on deck for the two of you? Well, I think after a reaction that I had to the mention of this band at our last staff meeting. I think you guys probably know who I'm about to say, but the last dinner party Hell has yeah. been so on repeat for me. Somehow they only have two singles out on Spotify and they already have over 1,600,000 monthly listeners. Um, they just played Glastonbury. They're touring with Florence and the Machine and I love them. I love their whole look, the their stage outfits. It's very, you know, I'm looking for anything that is remotely hosier coded. And I think they kind of hit that in a really interesting and unique way. They have this beautiful, divinely like feminine power to their music. And whenever they come on, whether it's Nothing Matters, their uh, single from April or Sinner, which just came out yesterday, I, in my mind, immediately feel that clip from Family Guy where Peter is at a Stevie Nicks concert and he goes, if they play The Edge of 17, give me some room. I'm going to need some twirling room. And (laughs) inevitably, I'm alone in my apartment in some long skirt wearing my shawl and just twirling to Nothing Matters. It is such a good song. 
it's so magical. They're so magical. Um, <laughs> I am literally such a fangirl for them. Love it. So I've been listening so much and I've been trying to like decide. And I feel like I'm terrible at pronouncing people's names sometimes, but Elohim, is that how you'd pronounce that? I know who you're talking about, but I've never heard it spoken. Yeah, she's in a way, but like, I don't, <laughs> you gotta, I'm, it, I'm not, I'm not, I feel like I, I don't know, but like. You got to put it in the text to voice Google thing and see what it spits out. Elohim. Oh, wait, here we go. It's a name for God used frequently in the Hebrew Bible. Let's Ooh. see. Elohim. Elohim. There we go. Okay. So I think we just Elohim found out how can... Jewish we are. Yeah, I'm not. I am sorry. <laughs> okay. So afraid to fall is like, I can't stop. I literally can't stop. It's like, I've never been a person that goes to raves ever, but I feel like this song, like it'd come on and I'd just be like, I must dance right now. <laughs> it's like, it starts out so slow and you feel like you could slow dance to it for a second, but it drops and it's like so exciting and it's not disappointing, but also like it's called Afraid to Fall. And I'm sure you can imagine something that's that dancey is definitely trying to talk about your your fears, your, you know, everything you're you're dealing with that you want to still balance. But you're like, let's let's get out of this. And that's that's a mood I think I'm in right now. It's like I am ready to be out of the sad girl winter that turned into spring that's now summer. I want summer happiness and I want to get out of that like wallow in it that I was doing. I mean also, you know, wallow in it is another good one that I dancing been... yourself clean, so to speak. Yes, exactly. So dreamers did wallow in it just so that we can add that to the the list of things. And that was one that I was listening to for a while because I really just wanted to be sad. I really just wanted to be feeling the feelings I was feeling. So then the other one is Cowgirl by Philly. And I think I've I've mentioned Philly a couple of times now. She's kind of new. There's not really much about her out there right now. She's from Vienna. And, you know, she's she's really like putting out some incredible singles. And I don't know, they're kind of like a little bit different from each other. You know, some are very like she's just very artistic and like super vibrant about the way she creates her music. So each song that's come out, I've just been super excited by this. But Cowgirl is like talking about you know living in a world where you know in in the cowboy world if you will and trying to stay strong through that and trying to persevere and trying to live in a world where you don't fit in where you don't have power I, I played this song for my brother and he's like oh my god I feel like I'm standing in line for that one ride at Six Flags um which is a massive roller coaster theme park in multiple places in the world in the in the U.S. God, not the world. Sorry, we are not the world. I can't be saying that. <laughs> okay. There might be I Six Flags Hong Kong. You don't know. I don't know, actually. But I don't want to say, like, something that I only know of is the U.S. the world. It's not the whole world. Drew, you, know, you might want to take that Cowboys. out. Drew, take that out. We're the best. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom. Drew is totally going to, like, take out the entire intro and just use that, what I said. Yep. That's <laughs> you it. know better than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, if you want to hear more of what we've had on repeat, you should check out our YBLT playlist on Spotify. Listeners who have been with us for a while will know that that stands for what have you been listening to, but you'll know you found it when you see the image of a sandwich because we love them BLTs. Bacon, lettuce, tomato, and music on a toasted sourdough roll. I think 
Don't forget a little bit of mayo because you don't oh, want yeah. a dry ass sandwich, Anthony. Lube up that sandwich with some mayo. Anyway, yeah. check that out for some picks by me, <laughs> Kaylin, Lily, and Eric, whenever Eric uh, deems himself worthy to show up. But it's a great mix. It's a chaotic mix. And it's what you should put on at your next party and just let the chips fall where they may. So go and check it out. But y'all, it's the 4th of July, which means we need something to wash down the existential horror of living in America. I want to know on this holiday, what do you want to listen to? And also, what are we drinking while we're listening to it? You know, as I like to mention uh, half a dozen times per episode, I live in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, Nashville, Tennessee in general, you know, it's a really strange place to be. Uh, thankfully, the drag bill that was proposed wasn't passed, um, but I doubt it's the last thing we'll hear of something like it. Abortion is completely illegal here, and I'm sure you've all heard about uh, the Tennessee Three whose fights have only shed light on some deep long-running corruption that exists within our local government. Yet, Nashville, compared to the rest of Tennessee, is kind of this blue dot in a sea of red. You know, it's a, it's a melting pot of these ideas, and it has this deep musical history that has since evolved into a flourishing and vibrant music scene that exists long past Broadway. Um, and a lot of that comes from this university called Belmont. And... Let me just say, Nashville people kind of like to poke fun at Belmont <laughs> just because they have an amazing music program in terms of resources. Um, so, you know, half of the under 22 year olds you meet are like, oh, yeah, I'm a student at Belmont. Check out my band. We have 15 monthly listeners and all those monthly listeners are my mom and we're really good. All of your mom's <laughs> but, accounts, your mom's 15 yes, Spotify exactly. Accounts. Your mom's friends, your mom, your aunt, your uncle, but they, are um, we making they your do... mom jokes? <laughs> we could. Why was that not? the unsaid thing just now? Did I just point uh, out a weird like? I mean, it was a joke thing? about. It was a joke that involved the phrase "your mom," so I guess it does count as your mom joke. But anyways, so they have a really great music department, a lot of access to really good studios, and a lot of um, great artists came from there like uh Briston Maroney, Faye Webster, they're all Belmont kids. And there's this band uh that's pretty popular here in Nashville called The Criticals. Um they went to Belmont and have just released a song called Belmont. Um and it's all about this very sentimental view on Nashville and on their time in college and Funny story, I was at a bar a couple weeks ago, um, just so happened to be wearing a Criticals t-shirt and I ended up meeting the lead singer and we were hanging out and uh, we had actually, my friends and I, who I was there with, had all gone to college with one of his cousins. And uh, one of those friends had actually known the cousin since like elementary school. Um, and among Nashville's weird fascinating mystique um it, it's definitely been a hot spot for people to move to in the last little while and so finding some semblance of that local community is such an exciting thing um and i i moved there when i was in high school so i kind of like to group myself into the local crew because it wasn't uh i, I it wasn't 100 percent my choice to move there but i i love the city a lot um but a lot of the Nashville that my friends who are 
really local. A lot of that Nashville that they grew up with is no longer because of just how much um, people have been moving here in the last, I'd say, 10 years or so. Um, and so like there's this more song, traffic now. Oh, 100%. Yeah, the traffic <laughs> is a lot of fun. But um, so it, the song Belmont, it really harkens back to the time of Nashville that this band got to experience back in 2018 um, and their memories of this place. There's this line in it um, where they go, we're talking about the tourists and their Lakeside Lounge raid. And Lakeside Lounge is this uh, bar next to this really famous uh, music venue called uh, Basement East. Um, and so just having those little moments of like, oh, I know that place, or I recognize that place. It's like, it, it re-evokes this sense of community through this song that I really appreciate. And I think that, I, I was talking with my roommate last night about how I think in some ways music, it is made just to be enjoyed. You know, there there is a sense of, I make music because I want to dance to it. I want people just to feel joy from it. But I think a lot of music comes from a, a sense of, connectedness and sameness. I think a lot of people are drawn to certain artists or to certain music because there's something cathartic and hopeful about hearing other people's experiences and feeling a sense of sameness and of feeling understood and um, knowing that somebody has put words and music to feelings that you can relate to and that touches you. And I think that on a day, on a day that celebrates a country so much and celebrates a place where that should stand for community and should stand for togetherness. Um, finding those artists, finding those songs that give you that sense of community is really good and important. And I think that music at its core is about community. And while fandoms and taste may separate, you know, individuals into whatever community they belong to, and it is kind of a double-edged sword, unfortunately, because I think community can create a lot of danger um, and I'm not saying anything anybody has not said before, but uh, I think right now we need community more than ever in Tennessee, across the country, around the world. We need a sense of togetherness and a mutual support. And I think that music can be a point of that for people. And so, yeah, so at the end of that really, really long tangent, um, I think that Belmont by the Criticals, it has this kind of 80s sound, which really evokes that nostalgia that they feel um, for their city and for the place where they came together as a band in the first place. You can really feel that through the sound and for both people who are from Nashville who can relate on a lyrical level um, and for people who are also just drawn to a sense of nostalgia from the togetherness of their college years. I think it's a great one. Um, and then I think to drink with it in the spirit of community and of looking back onto the great college years, I just recommend you get a group of friends together, people you trust, get a big tub and find whatever yes. grain alcohol and fruit juice you can, pour some ice in there and have a nice little punch cocktail. I knew that's where that you were going with it. As soon as you said in the spirit <laughs> of community, I'm like, we're getting some jungle juice in here. I can smell the barbecue now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylin, do you have a shorter answer? I do. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drag this out longer than it sh than it needs to be. But drag is kind of uh, another Ooh. area where people are being shut down. And this song was 
it is an older song, but I've always felt like this is a song to listen to on 4th of July if you're being like super white and annoying. Uh, and that's We Built This City. Oh, uh, God. By Starship. But wait, but wait, there's a point to this. So the this, this, this song was originally about, you know, the lament against closure of, um, you know, many of the city's live music clubs. And, you know, in that in that time, you know, things were in a, I guess, different way, you know, to you react to things in different ways. If you feel like you're being shut down, if you feel like the things you enjoy are being shut down, it's it feels like you're being put into a smaller and smaller box. And I think, you know, for a song like that, I I now listen to it and see a different meaning. I hear something different now because I wasn't there at that time and I didn't live through that experience as, you know, somebody who loves music and somebody who loves going to live shows. Like that would kill me. I mean, we had the year that shall not be said ever again on this podcast. And I I was forced to not be able to go to clubs and shows. And there were places and are still places shutting down. And that sucks. It really does. But when you think about, you know, how you can repurpose the meaning of a song yourself, you know, it's it's like art, art of subjective. The, the meaning of something, when you hear it said a certain way, you can relate to in a different way. And I think, you know, speaking about Tennessee and speaking about other places where, you know, decisions have been made to cancel Pride or to restrict drag performances happening during Pride, it's like, these shows have been going on for so long, and now all of a sudden, that's the thing to turn our heads to. That's the Kansas City shuffle. And I think it's a sign that, you know, a day like this isn't a day to, you know, be proud of everything this country is. Because, yes, you can love where you live, but you don't have to like it. And yeah, at least the weather here is nice. Yeah, at least the weather in California is nice. I'm glad for that. But I still, you know, feel those places where people are being more restricted. And I feel like, you know, when I listen to a song that gets me pumped up, sometimes I get like fighty and feisty and angry. You know, stick it to, to the people that are trying to put us all in boxes and close what we love down and close who mm-hmm. we are down. That's I think that's an I mean, I just I think that's another just beautiful thing about music and the nature of music is just the way it can inspire the way that again you just you see and hear what other people bring out of their experiences and are inspired to either create your own or to act according to how that music made you feel speaking of venues shutting down there is a brand new venue that just it they're about to open in Los Angeles. And I'm very excited about it. It's called the Bellwether. And the lineup of talent that they have for the the first season is amazing. They got like Fantagram, Panda Bear, Haim, Andrew Bird, Porter Robinson. Flip Turn is going to be there. Oh, love Flip Turn. Yes. Oh, and Carly Rae has like a three night residency there as well. That's why she doesn't have time to talk to us. Yes, that's (laughs) the reason. Has nothing to do with anything else. Mm -mm. well those were both really thoughtful answers and now mine is going to seem really trite in comparison oh wait kaylin you were about to tell us what you're drinking with uh we built this city oh (laughs) i usually like especially as the summer begins love drinking white wine like it doesn't matter what kind of white wine it is it just has to be fucking cold because during the summer that I made the most epic, I call it RBW playlist. Red, wait, 
no, RWB, my bad. I can't, I can't spell. Um, so it's red, white, and blue. I was drinking so much wine and in a pool like that entire mm-hmm. summer. And I made this playlist with all sorts of different songs that most of them are very anti-patriotism, you know, because I don't only listen to things that pump up America. However, the other song I was going to mention is Philadelphia Freedom by Ellen John. I can't not say that one. Um, so I'd say like, I start with the white wine and then eventually a sangria sometimes will come out. Like, and it's not always a red wine sangria either. Sometimes you can do like stone fruit sangria with white wine and that shit's case. You just like cut up, you know, peaches and you do some pears even. Oh God, I want, I want that. I'm just drinking coffee right now, but that, that's, I think what I want to make. Caitlin, where do you stand on the great Chardonnay debate? Is it amazing? Is it disgusting? What's your opinion? There's a debate about this? Oh, I've seen a lot of debate about how Chardonnay is like bottom tier white wine. And I personally disagree. Girl, oh my gosh, who's saying that? It depends. Okay, so the tiers of wine are like art. It doesn't really matter what one person thinks because everybody has different palate. Everybody has different preferences and it's another thing that's very subjective like for me i could taste a wine that i absolutely adore but anthony or somebody else might taste it and be like oh my god this is so disgusting and sweet i can't this is nasty i hate this and at that point in your mind that lowers the quality of something if you personally don't like the flavor of it then obviously it's going to lower the quality i actually listened to a whole episode of uh, stuff you should know about the value of wine (laughs) so it's like a big it's like a big long thing but basically you know there's wine out there that's you know been bought was bottled in 1901 and it's been in this so-and-so cellar for all these years but you open it eventually and it's like (laughs) just all just like it's all cork. It's all it, the flavor over time turns, you know, not good. Maybe like you're, you're taking a risk when you open an old ass bottle of wine. It's like, it's like, as soon as you put something in an oven, the oven has its decision as to whether you, you know, you make a successful dish or it says, fuck you. Um, anyway. to, to your point, Kaylin, about yeah, sorry, there I'm not rambling. being such a thing as bad wine. That, that is not true. Moscato is basically grape juice. Like, just pour yourself some Welch's. All wine is technically grape juice, Anthony. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. just brings back bad memories for me, but that's just me. Moscato is like, do you want some wine with your sugar? Yeah, I'm more of like a... I, I can't just drink Moscato in like... I can't drink ev- Moscato. Like Full it's stop. Just, it's just too much sugar for anybody. Like, you also have to pay attention to your dietary restrictions or allowances. Yeah, Everybody nothing makes me feel underage. Body. Nothing makes me feel underage faster than a glass of Moscato, right? I feel like even when I was maybe my early twenties and I would have a Moscato, the next day I was still just like, "Don't touch I mean, me." That much sugar Burn the is chains. just a recipe for a hangover, like like a toddler I can't hangover. Do about it, yeah, exactly. Just like you're drooling into your crying all wake day, up and oh yeah, no, mm. yeah. Well, I kind of want to bring this like as as stimulating as this conversation is. I would I want to be able to talk about my thing. Yes. Um, Yes. So you two had very thoughtful responses. And to me, like, I think I just need to lean into the silliness of this holiday. Like it's it's absurd. We we blow things up. uh, We eat junk food and we um, wear ridiculous clothes. So 
I am going to go with a ridiculous song. I was going to do like a protest song like This is America or American Idiot or, you know, Fortunate Son. Um, but I really got to go with The Government Totally Sucks by Tenacious D. <laughs> yep. Just a classic protest song with amazing <laughs> lines. <laughs> amazing <Tenacious> lines. <laughs> such as they're taking all the fucking beautiful animals and making them fucking extinct. That's the reason. Period. 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 That's the reason why they hate the government. Snaps. Yeah. Not actually, don't cancel that, Drew. Sorry. But it's also a very hopeful song because at the very end, Jack Black is like, the land of love and freedom is just a baby's breath away. So if we hold hands together. I don't know why that creeped me out. <laughs> it's because it's a ridiculous song. It anyway, I love it. It kind of gave me the yuckies. <laughs> I think that their whole the whole point of that band is just like an extended <laughs> yucky joke just for yeah, like two decades. It really is. Every time you play any of their songs and you force me, you, you sit me down, you're like, Kaylin, you have to listen to this. I'm just like, no, Anthony, no. And you put on a Tenacious D song and I'm just like, oh, why? And then eventually I've submitted and I'm just like, oh, this slaps. It does. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, a psychology thing, you know? But I also Push. sit there at first and I'm just like, huh, huh. Stop. <laughs> Question for the room. If Jack Black ran for president, would you vote for him? No. I would because he would be the least ridiculous person on the bill. <sighs> so I mean, true. Yeah, so he true, seems Vestie. more level-headed to the general public, Anthony. But like, when you imagine somebody that's been a celebrity as long as he, ha- he is, and he's not really like trained in running When has that country, stopped anyone? But that's what I'm saying. It doesn't stop them, but like it shouldn't happen. But when I'm listening to the government totally sucks, I need to be drinking the cheapest beer I can find. And I always go back to this one and I've never seen it anywhere except for, I think it was the Deli Mart in Isla Vista in like circa 2011 was a really cheap beer called Buck Range that was $12 for a 24 pack. And yeah. Yeah, that was a fun day. It was just a Sunday and we were all playing video games and people came in and out of our apartment being like, what are you guys drinking? And we're like, Buck Range, you want one? And it was always somebody would crack a beer, take a sip and they're like, this is terrible. And then (laughs) they would leave. And that happened just like a total of six times throughout the day as more friends would come in, crack a beer and be like, this is terrible. But, you know, is it more like, is it more malty like Steel Reserve or is it more watery like Natty Light? Oh, man both if you can imagine it that's horrifying wow (laughs) just the worst of both worlds oh pizza has opinions about buck range i just okay so i have i have the i got i got my train of thought back so i was gonna say so in back to the future doc brown asks who's the president that year and he's like ronald reagan he's like ronald reagan the actor that was the scene from, I don't remember what cartoon it was, Anthony, whether it was Family Guy. It was Family or, Guy. It was yeah. Peter goes back in time and they're like, we now go to an address with the president, Ronald Reagan. And he's like, Ronald Reagan, the actor. And then Brian's like, Peter, you're the one from the future. You know, just never mind. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That was yeah. what I was trying to get at. The idea that like, yeah, we've had actors and we've had billionaires and all these dum-dums that think they can run a country just because they can make money somehow Mm. or that they're talented at acting if if we're talking honestly 
an actor is probably the worst person to be a president because the only thing they're going to be good at is acting. Yeah, so they'll be better at acting than everyone else who's trying to do it in public office right now. But it's fake. Hey, so you want somebody that's going to fake it? Yes, because they're faking it anyway. Yeah, all they're politicians just saying, fake it. Yeah, they're just saying the quiet part that, loud, Kaylin. That's what I'm saying. I just want something different than that. I don't want, uh, I don't so want to continue you want an having honest a leader. politician, Kaylin? I know it doesn't exist. I just don't think they need to be an actor or a celebrity. We just need an honest human being. Fair enough. They don't need to be a politician, just like somebody that like understands what the job is and how to get the job done. That's what we hire anybody to do a job for. Like you're not gonna hire a fucking toilet cleaner to do your landscaping. Yeah, I'm gonna, I was. I'm silent. Because <laughs> we need somebody who has never done landscaping before to come in and shake up the the status quo in my yard. Mm. You're just gonna have mostly rocks and fountains. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's called zeroscaping, folks. It'd be only hardscaping and, and fountains. They don't know anything about plants or dirt. Well, this is a pretty good playlist for 4th of July, but there's other things that are happening this month. Y'all, what are you most excited for this month? I'll tell you what I'm excited for. I am really excited for this showdown between Oppenheimer and the Barbie movie. It's mm, Look, yeah, we all that. know that Barbie is going to deck Oppenheimer just like so hard. Just like just there are benches somebody in Beverly or was it Beverly? No, in Burbank. There are benches that they painted hot like Barbie pink just for the ads. Like, you know, like bus benches. And I was mm -hmm. I got so excited. Like all the merch that I'm getting like ads for, it's insane. That movie oh, yeah. is going to dunk on Oppenheimer. Really, like someone's needed to dunk on Christopher Nolan for a very long time. And, I and I'm glad, glad it's Greta Gerwig. Yeah, Greta oh, Gerwig yeah. and Margot Robbie and uh, Ryan Gosling. And whoever... You almost forgot his name, but he's your like favorite person in the world. There's too many hot Ryans that I have to like go through like a Rolodex in my head to uh, get to the right <laughs> Ryan. But yeah, whoever they hired to do the PR for this movie is a fucking genius. And as we get closer to um the the release date it's starting they're taking on like a mad scientist quality where it's like i cannot fail you know what hot pink benches you know what terrible song with Nicki minaj and ice spice you know what uh, a giant mansion out of nowhere like aldo shoes has a collaboration for barbie now too oh my god it really have is a barbie malibu style house now that's true Anyway, I'm really excited. Y'all are doing great work. Um, I think that the day it comes out, I'm going to see both movies back to back. The question is, which one do you see first? Mm. Mm, Oppenheimer, because I yeah. think you start Barbie with the heavy stuff. Up. Exactly. <laughs> It'll make you forget the horrors you just watched. Yeah, the good, the bad news, then the good news. Although, you know, Cillian Murphy. I wouldn't mind watching a Cillian movie Murphy for an hour and a half regardless of what's going on, you know? Make it it's three fun. hours. I'm pretty sure that movie is going to be ridiculously long. Oh, God. Three hours. I wish they would at least do, like, an intermission when a movie is that long. Like, they don't give a fuck. They're like, <laughs> you can, you paid, like, $30 to be here tonight with your food and your ticket for the movie, and we're not going to let you use the bathroom in the normal human amount of time that you'd need to use the bathroom. You can just, like, lose your, lose your, your scene. The scene I think there's that costs a... you a lot. There's like a website that tells you like when you can get up and go to the bathroom because you're not going to miss anything. Huh. That would have that would be handy. Anthony, can you share that with the world, please? 
We need that. That would make it more comfortable for me to go to a movie theater, I think. Look at our TikTok attention spans. But Lily, Kaylin, what are you looking forward to this month besides the Barbie movie? Well, uh, last week, actually, it, it, I go to trivia with my uh, some of my friends every Tuesday night. And we choose a different name every week. And it always has either some like feminine thing, like feminist thing, or uh, a sexual innuendo. I think the first week that I was on the team, our team, team name was Titties, Titties, Titties. Spelled three different ways. And so this past week, I asked my friend, I was like, can I make the name? And she was like, uh, like she was scared at first, but she <laughs> gave in. And I decided our name was Bye Bye Uterus because I'm getting the old uterus snipped out. And I'm going to be out for two weeks. So we're excited Congratulations. about it, This is exciting. Congrats. I'm this excited for you. No more fear. No more taking shit from male doctors for a while. <laughs> At least until my time. next checkup. <laughs> Anthony, don't don't rain on the parade. <laughs> no, Kaylin, I love this for you. Thanks. This, I, I just want to have pugs. I only want pugs. Yeah, that is it's, the freedom that the that American dream promised us. Exactly. It's a uterus-free life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't want it, why should I have to have it? <laughs> Period. Out it goes. I'm hoping it'll like make me a little bit more, uh, you know, Barbie shaped. You know, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit lighter in the waist for summer. <laughs> Even though we're already into summer, get the summer look. Step one: yeah. remove your Step uterus. Remo- <laughs> Step two: vibe. <laughs> I think the nipple removal comes next, right? <laughs> Or no, just the, yeah, just the areolas have to go. <laughs> You're Barbie, you will be Barbie-fied by the end of the summer, y'all. <laughs> All you need to do is remove your uterus. Yes, yeah. just that's, the, that's step one. Your eyebrows are another one that has to go, because they just have to be painted Eyebrows on. are the second thing you do. <laughs> All right, Lily. Honestly, y'all, the last month has been so just like hectic and chaotic. I'm just excited for a damn break. <laughs> like, I just moved into a new house. It's the biggest space that I've lived in um, since like moving out of my parents' home. And we have a beautiful back and front yard, lots of room for gardening. We have a raspberry bush out there already. So I'm just really looking forward to like getting when to When are the garden homes going to be there? Oh, they're already here. They've been oh, here. Shit. They got here okay. long before we did. And okay. honestly, we're glad to have them. They, that they're just, sweet. Because I mean, it sounds like you've like stepped up in, in, the, in the cast uh, system here. Like you've got the house <laughs> with the yard and, and you've got your own gnomes. Like... Yeah. You're yeah. living the fucking life. The gnomes life. don't really do yeah, that much, the, though. They just like, hang out. It, but gnomes originally were a symbol of status. They were basically workers oh. that you would have that lived in your yard. They were like a real thing. Like, they they weren't just a, made up. Adorable uh, you know, slave something labor. Something always has, a, uh, a, you know, an origin story. Gnomes so, have their own. So I would Dobby, just like, like to the be... house elf is, is a <laughs> close example. I'm not going to talk about anything related to any of that bullshit, but... The house elf thing was kind of a, a sort of nod at the same kind of thing. Just you know. So after learning that, I'm actually going to be completely open and honest with you guys. I was lying. There are no gnomes. Um, <laughs> there are no gnomes. I am not associated with any gnomes. Uh, you, you can come check. There are no gnomes in this house. Uh, I All promise. Right. I literally promise. FBI, if you're listening to this, this is a gnome-free household. So... Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to in this next month. 
is a gnome free household and uh <laughs> the ability to exercise my passion for interior design Ooh, I love that. I was actually looking at your sofa and your lamp and I was like, those, those, those are a, a like good combo. Appreciate it. it. And nothing, nothing <clears throat> brings a house together more than a sweet little kitty cat. Than a lot of and... cat hair on everything. <laughs> you know, you're one to talk, Kaylin. Pug hair is just as bad. Pug hair doesn't like float so softly in the air and you get it in your mouth when you're just walking through the room. Or when you sit on the sofa, it poofs up and it's like feathers in the air and you're just like, where did that come from? Oh, it yeah, came I from an cat. adorable kitty. Yeah, I get really dog cute, hair in my mouth significantly less than in instances where I like hang out with people in their house with a cat. I don't mind cats. That's fair. I just, I just is... can't like live with that much like light, feathery, fluffy soft hair all up in my mouth mm. you know what i will pull out the vacuum a little extra if it means having this sweet little girl with me all the time what I'll, a sweet I'll, thing. I'll the, oh she's gonna bite me and that's where we call it we've been talking for a- my feed completely shuts off <laughs> So we've been talking for a while, but um, before we go, does everyone want to play a quick game of hashtag mood? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, why a not? Quick, <laughs> a, quick, a quick one, yeah. A very yeah, quick one. Yeah, let's do it. such a jam yes it is thank you jacob jeffries and jesse mcginty for gifting us that amazing hashtag mood theme song but what is hashtag mood you ask it's this really fun game that we play at the end of every show to show how good we are at making playlists we're going to go over to the tunes and tumblers inbox where fans of the show fans of the bands we talk to people who found us on instagram and are like we want to fuck with these people they've all left us moods these are things going on in their minds in their hearts and their lives that they want turned into playlists. We're going to choose one of them and make it into the best playlist imaginable. And in fact, the one that I picked today comes from a long lost person that we hold very dear to our hearts. It comes from Eric, our co-host, who has not been here in a very long time, but we miss him and he misses us. He's been on vacation for a while and he just wants a playlist about actually relaxing for the 4th of July. Hmm. Well, he's on. I know he's on vacation, and so if he's celebrating the Fourth of July on vacation, the first thing that comes to mind, just because this is what I reach for when I go on vacation, um, the cast soundtrack of the first Mamma Mia movie. Yes, the whole thing. The entire thing. Yes. Yeah. Just on repeat all the way through. Nothing makes you feel more at peace and away from all your responsibilities, like listening to Meryl Streep just kill Dancing Queen. And try to figure out which of the three guys she banged in a weekend is the father of her daughter. I'm pretty she's sure a badass, it's pretty obvious. Honestly. But she's also a badass for like even having to wonder. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you, you get it, girl. So... Mine is also a pretty relaxing song um, just for the holiday. It's Party Hard by Andrew W.K., 
which Good um, God. God damn it. I have this feeling I'm going to end up having to be forced to listen to this at some point this weekend. Oh, absolutely. Because Andrew um, parties hard. So hard, in fact, that he invented an entire genre of music called party metal. Um, is it a joke? Is he for real? The world will never know. But that's what <laughs> makes him so great. Also, he puts on like one of the best live shows I've ever been to. It was Warp Tour 2010. And uh, the dopamine overloaded my system. And I don't I I have never reached that peak since. So, yeah, Andrew WK, party hard. That one's for you, Eric. I love that. So I'm going to go a little bit more with the summer vibes because, you know, uh, Coconut and Chlorine uh, song by The Careful Ones. I mean, you could just like feel it. You're you're by a pool. You smell like sunscreen, which is usually the coconut, or you're drinking a nice coconut flavored drink, or you know you just got out of the pool and you're reapplying. Like, ugh, that's the dream. Mm. And the lyrics are the palms in my in the breeze and some pulp in my teeth, living my dream underneath the sunbeam. Like that's all I want right now. I just want to be by a pool, soaking up the sun, feeling I the love summer that we warmth. have. I love that we have party metal sandwiched between these two like upbeat, feel good, <laughs> relaxing things. Yeah, you did that to us, Anthony. You did that to Eric more, more mm, importantly. But you know what? I know who Eric is and I know he loves it. But listeners, do you have a mood of your own? Why not drop by the Tunes and Tumblers inbox at 626-604-6477? We take voice messages. We take texts. We also take suggestions on our Instagram so drop into our DMs, let us know what your mood is, or just wait until we post in our story asking for moods. Let us know. Who knows? Your favorite artist just may give you a playlist on the air. But you know, it's that time. The pool is calling me. I need a triple-decker heart attack burger. But before we go, how is everyone spending their 4th of July? What are your lingering thoughts as you head out? I am celebrating my last day with my uterus. Uh, <laughs> but not using it. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm going to be keeping those beautiful pugs calm in the evening. Might, uh, might chill by a pool. We'll see. That's my hope. I just want to get by a pool. I'm working on it though. I have a few friends that I've been heading up going like, where's, what's up with your pool? Um, yeah, that's all for me. I don't have any pool in mind that I know of, but, um, probably just spend the day with friends eating good food, having good times, trying to forget about the country that we're in that is currently on fire. Mm -hmm. Nothing says 4th of July like trying to forget. I feel like you're, you're like the, the video of you and the cat, like the cat and you are like becoming one. Like the cat is an extension of your shoulder or like a, like your, your arm has become the cat. Yeah, that's the yeah. goal. That's, <laughs> that's how, that's how cat ladies are born. They merge with their cats. Hey now. Hey, this I didn't is what say are made cat ladies like that. <laughs> it's the same thing works for pugs. You start merging with with them. Yeah, yeah. Listen, they merge from, with from each a cat, other right now. <laughs> from a cat person to a dog person, y'all are just as excited about your pets as we are. You guys are just oh, more extroverted. It is the I, introvert extrovert parallel. I love that neither of us stooped to using the word crazy in describing each other. <laughs> Crazy cat I'm people, not cra crazy dog Anthony, people. I'm not crazy. We're all crazy here. I'm not crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Well, thank that's you. That's exactly for... what a crazy person would say. <laughs> <laughs> 
and with that, I think it's time to call it a night. So thank you both for being here today. Go have fun. And thank you for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast and a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on every platform. Also, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out so much. Also, if you go into the episode description and scroll to the very bottom, you'll find a link where you can support the pod. Every dollar goes to keeping the lights on and getting supplies to make these delicious drinks. Tunes and Tumblers was produced, as always, by Drew Franzblau and researched by Lily Eason. We learned everything that we know about the 4th of July from Lily. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. Our hashtag mood jingle comes to us from Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty. And until wait, next Anthony, time. Wait, wait, wait. You forgot to mention somebody. Who? Oh, yes. We have a new member of the pod who is actually sitting in and is keeping quiet despite all of our hot takes. That is Jamie Kahn, our new digital content manager. Please welcome her to the show. Follow us on our socials and you'll be reading and hearing her voice all over the place. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for being here, Jamie. And we can't wait to work with you more. And until next time, listeners, cheers. 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 It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.